Welcome to the Living and Thriving with a Chronic Illness podcast. You'll be joining Smiling Sonia on her daily morning walk. She shares information and personal insights into her own journey managing flare-ups of her condition, Molloray's meningitis. Sonia here. It's Tuesday the 4th of August 2020. I'm out again. The sun is lovely. It seems that I'm getting into the habit of walking and stopping to do my audio journal before going on to the rest of my walk. And at least that means I'm not feeling so tired whilst I'm walking. I want to do a longer walk today. And what I thought I'd do is just stop regularly. So I'll see how I go. I've been missing do my really long walks. Yesterday, just just to say yesterday, I got a bit upset Ooh. when I got to the doctor and my fit note wasn't ready. I think I'm probably emotionally fragile at the moment. I I had to go to the, the pharmacy afterwards. I did a little additional recording, I, I remember. And I got home and I had a call, a phone call from a family member who was really upset. And a friend had just called not had just rung the bell as well which is lovely it was lovely to see her I haven't seen her in such a long time and she too and family members are dealing with chronic illness we're at that age 50s 60s 70s so that was really nice There's something that she said that I've held on to. Obviously concerned about me rushing back to work. She has seen me when I've had previous attacks of viral meningitis. She herself has had some poor health and in similar type work where the stress levels are really high and partly because of the client group that we work with and the nature of the work we do and she said to me that's why you get paid sick pay that's why you get paid sick pay 
you're sick and you it helped me it helped me to over the next few weeks to really try and relax try to rest and the other thing she said was our job is more about the mental it's more about brain work and there is a lot of decisions that we're making on a day-to-day basis that impacts people's lives and that's what's hard and I I know that I know it's interesting because she was saying you know physically she can do a lot and I can I see myself as physically strong however it's the brain work it's the brain work that gets it's I understand that because I've in previous journal entries before this particular series of meningitis I've talked about willpower and how finite it is and how uh, decision-making depletes our willpower so I wanted to share that as I start today I want to talk about pain my experience of pain I wanted to look up chronic pain before I came out but I forgot oh gosh I forgetting I couldn't remember whether I took my medication this morning so I took it not knowing whether I'd already taken it (laughs) because I just wanted to make sure I took it pain so it's etched in my head at the moment I think everybody has some experience of pain and this morning I was thinking about pain because as I was brushing my teeth I felt a pain in my hand near the wrist area and I was I am dealing with tooth pain I thought it might be interesting to just run through chronologically my experience of pain other than your everyday knock or falling over as a kid and scraping your knee type pain and I would say that my earliest experience of pain or should I say injury let's say injury pain and injury let's call it pain and injury I'll see how long this goes if I talk for too long today I'll make a part two tomorrow yes I must have been about eight something like seven or eight 
it might have been nine, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I lived, my family lived with my grandparents. The three of us, me and two younger brothers. And we had cousins who lived with us as well. I'm not sure whether my cousins, cousins were living with us at that point or whether they had moved out. But my, my, grand, we, my grandparents looked, well, my grandma, granny we called her, looked after six of us, three in my family, three in um, my cousin's family. And she used to take us to school. Now, I was the oldest of the six of us and there was a point at which I was going to school walking to school on my own and I would have been around eight I was definitely walking to school very early at night and one of the things that our grand used to say was because in order to to, to to ring the bell I wasn't tall enough to ring the bell and I remember on this occasion um, coming home and I couldn't reach the bell I don't, I don't know whether I was knocking and she couldn't hear me and we were always told not to climb up on the gate so when the gate was open if you climbed up you could reach the bell so that's what I did I climbed up I reached the bell but I fell now, as I fell, I must have caught a, a bit of the gate. And when I looked down, the inside of my leg, quite high up, there was a, a, a gash. It was a deep gash because I could see all my flesh inside. It wasn't bleeding, interestingly. I can't remember it being bleeding. And I was really scared. So... My gran opened the door. I had tights on. I had tights on. Oh, so I'm getting this slightly wrong. So I know that I had tights on. So it must have been when I got in and I must have said, my leg hurt. Gran, my leg hurt. <laughs> and I must have pulled my tights on and I saw this gash. That's it. And she said, how did you do that? And I said, I don't know, Grandma. I think it happened at school. <laughs> Big lie. Was that my first lie? <laughs> Probably not. And I, I remember my gran saying, right, we're going up the school. And so there's, she grabs me and then the other kids as well and we walk up back to the school and I remember my teacher was still there and she showed my teacher my leg and said this has happened and she said it's happened at school and I don't know whether they believed me or not because I kept on saying I don't know how it happened I don't know how it happened and my, I think my grand at one point said did you climb up on the gate? No, no. <laughs> so I had stitches. My, my teacher took me to a small hospital that's no longer there, and I've got stitches, I remember. So, yeah.
So that's my first, I think, experience of sort of a, that maybe proper pain. Uh, there was another experience of uh, I sat on uh, one of those heaters. I can't remember years ago when you had heaters. Not but there was a fuel and yeah, and I sat on it, and so I got this big burn under my bottom. <laughs> I remember that really hurt. Okay, so that, those are kind of those are your childhood things. Now, when I was about, I think when I was around probably 10, I developed a problem with my ankle, um, with a tendon. And so uh, I, um, walking was painful and I had this ankle problem. And I used to have appointments at the hospital. And I remember they, my mum told me that they, they would inject steroid into my ankle. And so I think probably for a few months it was all right. And then the pain would come back and I'd go back and I'd get these steroid injections. And it was noticeably that that tendon was very, was, looked very different to the tendon on my other foot. It was very thin or, or there was no flesh, seemed to be no flesh around it. So I remember always being in pain with my ankle. Um, and just that's just something I had. Um, I remember having, I used to always have pain in my side and in the end they decided that I had a grumbling appendix. So I, I endured that pain for a while before my appendix was taken out. In secondary school I was often in the sick room with headaches. Uh, I don't know whether it's because I suffered from migraines. I think they used to call it migraines. I'm, I think there's an element, if I'm honest, I think there's an element where I played up a bit. I did have headaches, but I don't know whether they were bad enough really for me to be in the sick room all the time so that's just my my vague memory but I had headaches I did have headaches in my teen years now something that happened I trained as a PE teacher so I was around 21 and I injured my right knee I tore the ligament in my knee and being an athlete they're always into sport so I, I always had problems with my ankles continued to have, and had knee, ankle sprains constantly and then I I didn't know that I tore my, my ligament at the time but I continued playing sport and it was part of my degree um, with this pain in my knee and in the end it was so unstable that they real they found out that it was I had torn ligaments and they repaired it and oh gosh I remember the pain in hospital after that it was very very painful and so 
my knee, that knee, and I'm looking at it right now, I've continued to suffer in terms of pain since then. My other knee is also... Uh, had problems with and both of them the car there's hardly any cartilage now and I think partly because of the sport when when I was so if I've, I I need to go back because what I've done is I've missed out my first meningitis attack that's interesting, isn't it? Because I jumped straight to 21. So at 18, I had meningitis. And I think because I've already told that story, uh, the pain in my head was so bad that I thought I was going to die. I thought that there's no way that I will come out the other end of this pain. It was, this, it was so bad. And for months after having been treated, I had I had constant headaches and and that went on for months and months uh, it was like a this tension pressure tightening in my head headaches and for example this morning when I woke up um, and I do have this sort of um, tightness in my head and I remember to do a meditation this morning and I'm, I'm, as I'm lying there, it's actually lying on my head. It's painful. Just the pressure, just the pressure of my head on the pillow um, is painful. And I remember having it for months after I had that first attack. And I think that's one of the things that when I've had a meningitis attack, I, I, I'm sort of, I, I start thinking ahead about what I'm having now and how long that's going to go on for it seems to just go on and on and then there's a then I sort of think, oh my head feels clear today so uh, it's a pain so uh, that's a pain that I endured for a while after that meningitis attack when I had the knee once I had that knee injury the pain in my knee um, is something that I've endured for years and years and years now. And there, there was another point which I was having problems with my with my feet again. Uh, some ankles. Some ankles not so bad they're intermittent i was having problems with my hips as well it also coincided with me you know something i'm going to stop there because yeah i'm going to stop there what i'm going to do is i'm going to make sure that i check the end of this recording so that I know where I got up to, so that I can continue this tomorrow. Um, gosh, the ringing in my ears is suddenly I can I can kind of forget about it, and then it starts to kind of creep in, and 
so if I do some walking now, uh, there's something about uh, the walking and just the green around me that I'm kind of calming and yeah so I'm going to stop and talking for nearly 20 minutes and it's like uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to me uh, you have a great day and I shall continue talking pain tomorrow